Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Catherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith. We are excited to have you guys back. We're going to be talking today about the concept of thanks and an attitude of gratitude, which is so important this time of year, knowing that Thanksgiving is right around the corner. So the concept of thanks is really important. It's actually mentioned 102 times in the Old Testament and 71 times in the New Testament. So it's obviously something that is critical to getting this uh, going. So one thing that I want to touch on, though, is our thankfulness, Mm. our thankfulness for our listeners and how this podcast has been received. We are so, so grateful. We are thankful to the Woman of God Facebook page who has been so supportive of us and uh, willing to post our podcast. They're so grateful and just really, you know, thankful to our listeners that are writing us. We're hearing amazing stories uh, on social media and writing us. So we encourage you all to really rate and review our podcast, to sign up, subscribe, help reach other women who are in need of this. Right, Gina? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Go to our website, reboundingfaith.com and give us your email and we will send you the seven promises of God. Yes, we have had uh, people going there and signing up for that, and that just makes my heart so happy. So very thankful for that. So diving into thanks, uh, mm-hmm. I think of First Thessalonians 5.18, and that reads, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So what's important to me and what I see in this is that we are to be thankful in all circumstances, but not for all circumstances. And that's so critical that such a small word like in and for can be so important. And, you know, it's the idea behind this is that we're not to be thankful for evil. And when evil strikes or difficult circumstances and situations occur, We can still be thankful for God's presence and for the good that he will accomplish through this distress. So essentially, it is something where we're to be thankful not only for the things we like, but also in the circumstances we don't like. And again, using the word in instead of for. For. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? I think this is going to resonate with a lot of people because, you know, our goal with this podcast is to reach women who are going through a challenging time. And I think that when you're in the midst of that challenging time, a holiday like Thanksgiving can can really feel very heavy because it, it forces you to really think about what on earth could you possibly be grateful for at this moment. And I think that that's really challenging. However, I do think it's a really important thing to wrestle with and to put a lot of critical thought into, even though it's harder 
especially because it's harder. So I, I just think the timing of it is really good. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that it is mentioned so many times in the Bible, when God repeats things, I think mm-hmm. we need to, to really stand up and pay attention. And so Thanksgiving is clearly a key for us to, to get a hold of. So, you know, what about, you know, thankful people? When you think about thankful people, it kind of conjures up this funny image, you know, of who's the guy on The Simpsons? Ned, Ned Flanders, is that his name? (laughs) That is always super happy and thankful, right? Kind of conjures up that image. But really, it is people who are content with how God has dealt with them. So not necessarily for their problems, but for how God has showed up and and dealt with them in those circumstances. So really it's recognizing God, how he's working in the midst of our suffering. And I think we can be thankful for that. But also, you know, it can keep us on his path. So when we're thankful, it'll keep us from veering off. And I know in my life, it's something where I might have an idea or something that might get, you know, better. And I get over here and it's like, oh, nope. And then I have to realize the pain and all of that that comes with that decision. But when I can be thankful for what God's already given me and to stay on that path is so critical. And the other thing is uh, just two quick points. It molds our character, which is a very mature response, I might add, because when (laughs) we're in the middle of a lot of pain and struggle, it can be hard to really thank God for molding our character. And it also builds strength in us through the difficult experiences. I think, too, that when we practice anything, we get better at it. Mm -hmm. So when we practice gratitude, started like with a a journal, a gratitude journal, and just writing three things each day to be grateful for. Um, And you know what? When you wake up, if you think you have nothing else, you woke up today, you have another day to live, Um, you're breathing air, you know, just... finding the smallest thing to be grateful for. And it really can kind of change you because you're practicing this gratitude and having a heart of gratitude. You just get better at it, have a more open heart towards a lot of things, but always leading with just a a grateful heart. And knowing that the tough times, it's really hard in that moment. But if you're already practicing, you know, gratitude, um, Maybe it makes things a little bit easier. Yeah, it kind of makes me think of that quote that says, some people are always grumbling because roses have thorns. Mm. I am thankful for the thorns that have roses. Oh, so it's see, really about, flipping right, it around, yep, huh? Perspective. I love that. Well, it's an interesting point because what you're talking about, both of you guys in that situation, is it's really a mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, a huge advocate for helping your future self out. Mm. (laughs) I think everybody would be a huge advocate of that. But I I think if you can start your morning in a place of gratitude, and even when it's really hard, I know in my darkest of darkest days, I could still get up in the morning and list out three things I'm grateful for, five things I'm grateful for. And it just re-shifts your mindset Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. focus on the positive things that are happening in your life rather than the things that might not be as positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And it kind of makes me think about the idea of what would stop us from being thankful. And, you know, really, this can be 
very, very difficult in the midst of great trial and pain and frustration. You know, maybe it's you're in a period of waiting Mm -hmm. and you're thankful for the waiting. I mean, that that's hard, you know, or you're in a period of just great emotional turmoil and distress. I mean, whatever, there's a million different things. So really, it can be really hard to see how God is working and to be thankful uh, for that when we are overcome with pain. And what I realized when I was prepping this podcast is that, you know, we are, we can actually be blinded by emotions and that they can be so powerful that it can prevent us from seeing certain things such as how God is working. And so it made me think about, I grew up in Colorado and uh, there are some serious snowstorms that can happen in Colorado and blizzards. And one thing we always knew about were whiteouts. And uh, for those of you that uh, don't live in uh, I was really say for us, Cali yeah, girls. Southern California gals, <laughs> could you explain, explain a whiteout? Yeah, let's just uh, explain what that is. So, really, a whiteout. Its definition, I love this, is a surface weather condition in a snow-covered area in which no object casts a shadow, the horizon cannot be seen, and only dark objects are discernible. I think that is so, so key. So in a whiteout, you literally can't see right in front of you. It's it's absolutely just white. And so the only thing you can see is contrast, which is the dark objects right around you. So when we are in the middle of a snowstorm, right, lack of Mm -hmm. a better word in our life, a storm, uh, it may be something where you are unable to discern God's goodness in the midst of that and how he's working. So can we be thankful for the fact that he's just there? What do you guys think? Yeah, we've got to be thankful that he's there. Um, even if we can't see him, even if we can't That's see him, right. because there's lots of times we've talked about that, that yeah, we don't see times. God or feel God. Mm-hmm. Does it mean he's not there? No, he's always there. Right. You're never fully alone. Sometimes it can feel. <laughs> so if you're using that blackout example or yeah, the whiteout, whiteout. Whiteout. <laughs> whiteout. <laughs> yes. When, so I also lived in Colorado. I know exactly what mm-hmm. you're talking about. And I think sometimes what makes a whiteout even worse, especially if you're driving mm-hmm. oh, during yeah. a whiteout, is that your wiper fluid will freeze. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. So you can't use your windshield wipers to get rid of the snow. And you can try to use your windshield wipers, but the snow isn't really sticking. It's just blowing everywhere more so. So then that actually makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, so this is how I feel too about knowing that God is there. And then it always seems like at that moment, you have like a headlight that goes out, right? So now it's even darker. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, you can pull over, but you don't really know where you are. You don't actually know where the side of the road is either to pull over. So then you question, am I actually pulling over on the side of the road? It's just so difficult. Or am I pulling over in the middle of the road? And if you stop, someone might not see you and and run right into you. you, So... These, this process that you go through of thinking, like, I'm going to be okay, gradually starts to get worse the longer you stay on the road and all of these different things are happening. So I think that at times when you're in a really bad place, you, the, the concept of God even being there with you doesn't even enter your mind. 
And so if, if it doesn't enter your mind, it makes it harder to be thankful for mm -hmm. because you're just not even acknowledging it. And for me, what would get in the way of being thankful is being angry, mm. being more angry than anything. And I think that anger stems from me not being happy with an outcome that I desire. And, you know, if I had that outcome, I might be more thankful, mm -hmm. but because I don't, I feel like I'm not thankful and I'm angry. And, and so the, it's this cycle that repeats itself that makes it really hard. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that I can't be grateful for other things happening in my life. And that's typically where I go, right? Like, this is not good. So when I'm journaling, let me list out all of the things I am grateful for. But in doing that, I never really force myself to really think about what could I be grateful for in this situation that is really bad? Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Do you think that, do you guys find that if you are not thankful for one area of your life, it can sort of grow and take over, you know what I mean? So that you are not thankful in other areas where you were before. So it kind of becomes like a cancer for lack of a better mm -hmm. word, where it begins to take over your attitude. I could see that happening. Yeah. yeah. Where you just maybe start to get a little bit bitter mm -hmm. in general and it eats away at your ability to be able to see other aspects of your life that you might be grateful for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And negativity spreads. I mean, all you have to do is be around some people that are negative and the next thing you know, I mean, everyone feeds into it. So when you're around grateful people and people that are positive and uplifting, right, then you feel positive and, and uplifted. But yeah, I think you can, Catherine, for sure. Yeah. Start yeah, so seeing I, the cup is half empty in, in every aspect. That's right. Yeah. So it's something where I think we have to be really careful um, if that's the case about we're all going to have situations that we're not thankful for, but it's again, being thankful in that situation that we know with our faith that God is working and we know that God wastes nothing. So if we know that it's sort of like going back to college philosophy, do you guys remember this? Where if it's raining on the umbrella and I'm holding the umbrella, then it's raining on me. You know what I mean? Like coming to that logic, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of the same thing. If we know God is working and we know God is present, then we can be thankful in it that he's working and present. Even though we can't see the details, we can't see the end or the outcome. And so I think, Kristen, you've talked about this many times about we become so fixated on the outcome that we're not able to see the roadmap to the outcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you don't know that God is working. Yeah, you just have to trust. Yeah, and yeah. that's what makes it hard. I think if you can logically put that together, mm -hmm. but to your point, emotion is so strong, it, it overpowers logic a lot of the time. For sure. Right? So you don't feel like he's working. You don't feel like he's there, which then leads to being angry about that. Yeah. Because you can't understand why everything's happening. You, you literally, you can't see the forest through the trees. You can't see past the whiteout. So you, you don't know what's yeah. there. And I think, you know, 
to challenge you a little bit, you said the word feel. And I think, yeah, we're not, we're not always going to feel his presence, but we know that's where the logic comes in. We know he's there. We won't see him, feel him, hear him, but we know he's there. It's sort of like a baby, right? Who goes through that. I forget. I think it was called object, something object permanence or something, but where, you know, they, they feel like when you leave or separation anxiety that you're never coming back, right? You are gone and gone. They can't feel you, see you, hear you. So for us, I think God takes us from that place that we're so infantile in our faith that graduates us to that level of knowing. And so once we know that, then the question becomes, and back to our point, can we be thankful that he's there just knowing that he's there? And is that enough? Yeah. If, if I could look at this question, what stops us from being thankful? I think we just talked about something that's really relevant. And then let me just kind of throw a little curve on that. Okay. And so I, I can tell you the story of, um, I was single mom and I had just started as an esthetician. I didn't have a clientele built up. I'd just gotten, um, a divorce and, I was starting this job in a good place, but I uh, was just on my on my knees and praying, oh, Lord, please, please let me make enough money to pay our rent. And I, I promise that no matter what I get, what I receive financially from this job, I, w- I will tithe off of it. I'll give you the first thanks. I'll be, you know, uh, so whatever that is. And I can say that that year at that brand new job, I made more money than I have, than I have made up to this point. Wow. Um, he blessed my efforts, uh, and my hard work. Um, he opened the door for the place that I was at and I was just so grateful. I was so thankful. I was always just so thankful. And then it started to trickle off a little bit. Um, I was making good money. It was going to come in every week. Uh, I had these great clients. Um, and so I started, I, I continued to tithe um, and, and give the first back, but I stopped just saying thank you, thank you all the time and started thinking, you know, I'm pretty good at this <laughs> job. I am a good esthetician. I'm skilled and look at my clientele and look what I'm building up. And wow, I am, you know, pretty good. And so instead of giving God the thanks every day, wasn't enough that I was tithing. I wasn't acknowledging him. I was turning the focus on me and I didn't need to be grateful. So when we say what stops us, I think sometimes we stop us. Mm. Uh, our, our, our success. Our enemy. Yeah. 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 That's, that's really good. Uh, what about sort of like moving on from what stops us from being thankful? What about sacrificial thanks? And I can explain what that means, but do you guys ever find it difficult to give thanks of like we've been talking about in really dark times and that now that we're putting a title to it, right? Like a name or a label, sacrificial thanks. I've heard of sacrificial praise or we're praising God in times of difficulty, but sacrificial thanks where 
really, there's just no, nothing in front of us, right? That's an obvious thing to give thanks for. And it kind of makes me think about the story of Corey Tin Boom. Have you guys heard about being thankful for the fleas in this story? No. Tell um, us about so it. Real quick, real yeah. quick, Catherine, will you just explain for everyone what you mean by sacrificial thanks? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so sacrificial thanks just means offering it's like an attitude of thanks and giving thanks in times of real difficulty and hardship where it doesn't make sense okay. to do that. And yet we're still thankful. And so I think a good illustration of this point is this story, which is Corey Tin Boom right out of the hiding place when she talks about being thankful for the fleas. Uh, and it's not fleece as in blanket, it's fleas, fleas. as in tiny biting insects. <laughs> and so during World War II, Corey and her sister, Betsy, actually were sent to a concentration camp at Ravensbrück. And it was actually called Ravensbrück Concentration Camp. And they were in a dorm that was a big room full of lots of bunk beds, lots of people, lots of women. And it was infested with fleas and the fleas were everywhere. It was making it extremely uncomfortable for them. They were constantly biting, biting them. And so Corey in this book goes on to say that her sister shares this verse from the Bible. And we referenced it earlier about giving thanks in all things. So her sister says to Corey that they need to give thanks for the fleas. And Corey later goes on to share that as she listens to her sister, she felt, okay, this is, this is a stretch. Even, <laughs> even for Betsy, this is a stretch, right? But at night, they would read from their Bible, and it was she and her sister, and I believe they had a couple other people that would join in, and they'd do these little mini Bible studies, and they were able to get past the guards initially with the Bible and sneak a Bible into this concentration camp, which was unheard of. And so... They had this Bible, and so they were reflecting back on this, and um, they were saying, you know, why they had so much freedom in this big room. And so she went on to tell the story about there was a commotion at the labor camp one day, and they had to send the supervisor in to investigate in the barracks. So the supervisor gets to the door of their room and their barracks, and she wouldn't go in because of the fleas, and neither would the guards and so no guards would come in, and so no guards would find their Bible. They would never discover their prayer, prayer group or their quiet and supportive conversations. And this was all because of those tiny biting insects, those fleas. Wow. And so because of that, mm. uh, it was interesting because they gave thanks ahead of time before any of this occurred, right? They just were obedient and they gave thanks for something that made no sense to do that. And yet God used that in a way that would allow them to grow their faith, be faithful to him, spread the word, and in a concentration camp of all places. And so this was just an absolute pivotal moment for her and her faith and the ability to give thanks in all things, to trust at all times, and to believe even in the face of these huge mountains for her, that God's grace is greater. And I loved that. And so I wanted to see if you guys had any thoughts on that. And if ever you've encountered a situation, maybe it's not fleas, but it's something oh like that gosh. where, hey, I'm going to be thankful for that. this when it makes no sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would be the sacrificial yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the sacrificial the part. the sister was... Yeah. That's a good definition, yeah. way to explain it. Right? <laughs> Able to say, we're going to be thankful for the fleas. What? Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? Yeah. I literally just had this aha moment when you were talking, and I started writing it down because they're in this really terrible situation, right? So they're in a concentration camp, which obviously comes with so many painful hardships, lack mm-hmm. of food, freedom, there's death and pain all around them. But they they chose one tiny element of everything that was happening around them to be thankful for. And maybe that's just what you need to do is just one tiny thing mm-hmm that is in the midst of all of this pain that you can be thankful for. And maybe it is sacrificial thanks to some extent initially, but I do feel like if you force yourself, kind of going back to like forcing yourself to, to journal your gratitude, if you force yourself to find just one thing in the midst of all of your pain that you could be thankful for, it's probably a good place to start. Yeah. And probably the fleas were the least of their worries. Oh, yes, for, right? sure. Exactly. So let's be thankful for the fleas. And it's so interesting that God allowed these fleas to almost be a lifeline to them. Mm. If you think about that, that's what gave them hope because they the fleas then allowed them to have the ability to read the Bible, to be left alone, to have that quiet and prayer time, to be able to grow their faith and I mean, if you don't need hope and faith in a concentration camp, then I don't know where you would, you know. So that almost, to me, looking at that was a lifeline. Yeah. So good. Really well said. I like that. So Kristen, I know when we were talking before, you had some thoughts about why be thankful. Yeah, I mean, we'll get we'll get into more detail around what it can do for you spiritually, of course. But I think if you just start at the most basic level around what do you notice about happy people, right? I think that happy people aren't depressed in terms mm-hmm. of that's just mm-hmm. exactly the opposite, right? It, it, you're healthier if you're happier, statistically, right? Yeah. Your your blood pressure is usually lower. You sleep better. You have lower levels of anxiety and stress. Um, you typically, happier people exercise more, and we know how good exercise is for you. And I, I think, guess I'm not happy then. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do all of these things. These are just little need to get better on that. Mm. Yes. It's always yeah. very hard to do during the holidays yeah. as well, right? You Be need to thankful do... for exercise. Mm. Well, yeah. go back <laughs> to, to do the please. Exercise is, is very broad. Yes. One small thing. Be thankful yeah. that you can walk. Yes. yes. Good point. Good point. Um, but when we start thanking God for things we usually take for granted, mm. our perspective can change. And that's like what you were talking about too, Gina, right? Like you, you stopped giving thanks and praise for things that you just kind of took for granted mm-hmm. um, and didn't feel like you needed to be grateful for those things. Um, and it's a lot easier to shift your focus to what you don't have. Um, but by giving thanks continually, we're reminded of how much we do have. Yeah. And that just goes back to just more of that, like shifting of your mindset on more positivity in your life, which, um, I I think we all want to some extent. And so those were a couple of the things that came to mind when we started talking about why we should be thankful I don't know what you guys think about that as well. My mom always told me that uh, an ungrateful heart is the beginning of sin. Mm. And it's true. 
you know, I mean, it's the beginning of that, all of that negativity um, by not having a grateful heart, just having that right posture, you know, it's a, I think it's really important. Yeah, I think sometimes when you are ungrateful, it can lead to a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is definitely starting now to venture into, into sin and yeah. 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 Becomes probably it, it, thinking back more to a sense of like bitterness mm-hmm. that you would start mm-hmm. to have over time. And I, I think we had talked about this before, but like the, it's hard to both be bitter and thankful at the same time. So I, yeah. I do think there's an element of you have to make that decision mm-hmm. of, of what you want to give your time to. And a lot of that can't even tie into what you allow to come into your life, the types of friends that you spend your time with, family, what you listen to, what you read, what you watch, what you watch, and really creating an ecosystem around you that is going to really pump positivity and gratitude into you because it does then impact how you think and how you behave too. Absolutely. As that quote says, let all your thanks be thanks. Yep. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a that good one. That sums it up. It, that yes. does sum it up yeah. really nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that is really, really good. I think we can focus on our blessings. We can fix our focus, right? We can find one thing mm-hmm. to be thankful for in the midst of difficulty. If that's the only thing we can do, we can at least find one thing, right? right. And... You know, in uh, with Philippians 4, 6, I love this, and I think we can just close with this verse, but, you know, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So again, mm-hmm. going back to how many times God has brought up thankfulness in the Bible and uh, with Thanksgiving coming up, I think it's the perfect opportunity for us to just situate ourselves, take inventory, for lack of a better word, and find where we can be thankful. I have one interesting question for you yes. guys to wrap this up. What is one thing that you would say you're really thankful or grateful for going into Thanksgiving? I I have to tell you guys how grateful I am for you. Oh, it's me tearing up. You'll know Gina, the one who cries so easily over anything or nothing, but I just am so Aww. grateful for you guys. And I um I couldn't have better partners uh to do this podcast with and and I just want to say for the listeners, I am humbled. We have been so humbled. Um, by the amount of um, you that have taken time out of your really busy schedules to listen to our podcast. It's been, um, we couldn't even imagine um, the success. And what that brought me to was just being so grateful to God, so grateful that in the difficult times we persevered and pushed through with doing this podcast. And then it also told me that there are a lot of people out there that are hurting and that are looking for some encouragement. And we just appreciate you. I just 
thank you, thank you, thank you for each person who has listened, for each person who has shared, for each person who has taken the time to let us know how it's affecting you. And um, that is my heart. Uh, so I am, I am going into um, this Thanksgiving with a very, very full heart. Mm, that's amazing. What about you, Catherine? Oh, boy. Uh, I am... I am also very thankful for the opportunity to do this podcast. I, um, of course, you know, there's, it's hard to narrow it down to one, right? You're grateful for your family and um, for many, many things, of course, for God and being, you know, so close, uh, close at hand. But, you know, he's given me this opportunity to do this podcast with you both. And um, yeah, I just, in eternity, of gratitude, um, to be able to do this podcast. It fills me up and to be able to serve with joy. How about you, Kristen? Well, shucks. I feel like you guys shucks. both just, <laughs> I feel like you guys both just took mine. That was going to be mine, but I can't. So you should have started. I, I should have started. Let me go first because yeah. I feel like you guys are going to steal mine. So I'll, I'll go with something different because you guys said that really nicely. And um, we talk a lot about finding purpose in our mm-hmm. pain. I don't think I've found purpose in this particular trial that I'm going through yet. I think mm-hmm. it's becoming maybe a little bit more clear to me, but I definitely have found peace mm-hmm. in it. That's huge. And that does tie back to this podcast. It ties back to both of you guys. It ties back to my husband and my family and my friends. But ultimately, it, I do want to take an opportunity to just thank God and and how grateful I am for what I'm learning about mm-hmm. myself and what I'm being challenged with. And I really do feel great about the peace that I feel. And for a while, I, I was focused very heavily on outcomes that I was striving for. And I'm just not anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I feel really, really grateful for what I have right now. Yeah. And what I'm learning about myself and the impact that um, this is having on me. And I think that's what I'm most grateful for at this point in time. Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. How about that new puppy? Pretty grateful for Enzo. <laughs> that's our new puppy. Enzo. Enzo. You know who doesn't like Enzo is Elway. Oh, who doesn't? Guy. He's just poor He's not guy. thankful for He's him. Not, <laughs> definitely not thankful for little little baby Enzo. It's so cute to watch him try and get Elway's attention. And oh, Elway just wants not having to it. not having it right now. Yeah. But Aww. maybe next Thanksgiving he'll, yeah, he'll be yeah. a little bit more grateful. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you both so much for sharing in this today and lifting others up. We hope this has been a source of encouragement to you at home. Again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts Mm. for your support, uh, for sharing this podcast. We're hearing that this podcast is being shared with Bible study groups and life groups and text chats and all kinds of amazing stories are coming from this. Please do continue to share it if you feel like this can help someone and be a source of encouragement. And uh, if you would like to, you know, have us cover a topic, please go to our website and leave a comment there. We would love to, to, we check it every day, you guys, we check it every day and all of the Facebook comments we check, we, 
We so love you and we really encourage you to reach out. But on that note, have a very happy Thanksgiving and have some pie. That's right. <laughs> have two, have two pieces and then be thankful for exercise. That's and right. There you go. <laughs> anyway, have a blessed week. You guys we will see you next week. Thank you for joining us. Come and join us next week and be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.